And I believe we are live. So, so here we go. Hello, everybody. Oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Angie Atkinson, and I'm here with the lovely and talented Lise Colucci. Lise, welcome back. Thank you. Oh, always my pleasure to have yeah. you. And we just, oh, there we go. Got rid of my sound in my ears because I heard myself talking. <laughs> <laughs> got to meet the thing. All right. So as we're getting started, um, we are kind of, I guess the chat is not going yet. So we will say hello. Are we up? It looks like it's black. Thanks. Oh, you don't see it? There we are. I see us now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay, cool. Oh, now we've got six on. Hey, everybody. How you doing? How you doing? Um, so today we're going to talk about, hold on for those who just got here. This is Lisa Gluji with me. Lovely and talented. Am I pointing in the right direction? I think so. Um, no, the wrong direction, but I can like, go. go all the way back around. I'm over here. Lovely and talented. Okay. <laughs> hey, Deborah. Um, okay. So we are going to talk today about what you can do or what does, what causes a narcissist to kind of hit the road? What, what makes them go away? Mm. Um, it's a fun one, right? Because sometimes we, you know, we, we don't want them to go away because we're still quite toxic. Hello, Jack, one of our mod squatters. Um, but sometimes we need to, um, we need to we need to make them go away or leave us alone for a while, right? Mm -hmm. Even if we're still in the same house. So, Lise, tell me what would you say is your top way to make a narcissist go away? Well, I'll start with saying that everybody's different, and you mm. know the narcissist in your life best. So this may or may not apply to a particular narcissist for the one in my life either completely ignoring them mm -hmm. not replying not responding they get bored and go away and use other people for supply or I have had to quote burn the bridge mm. where Ooh, you figure out it. well I had to figure out the one thing that would make the narcissist feel unstable unsafe mm -hmm. around me which would be information that I held and that information being potentially leaked somewhere else. Not that I'm like going to blackmail you. I'm going to leak information. It was more like, well, what am I supposed to do? I know this about you. And okay. just Can bringing up, oh, I can't be specific with this. Um, is it like, I know that you committed this act. And so yes, I know that you around me. Right. I know you steal from work. Let's just say okay. that. Like, and then that's not, but see here, I don't want it. I don't want it to sound like it's threatening or right. it, you it can't wasn't like that. Anything. It was, it was during a Hoover doing and, and them being um, very, what's the word? Uh, when the Hoovers weren't working and going mm -hmm. the way they wanted the Hoovers to work. Cause see, they want, they did the whole, let's be friends thing. Mm -hmm. And by being friends, that mean I was supposed to do errands for them while they did whatever they want in their life. Because, mm -hmm. you know, narcissist and friends just talked about that like last week. <laughs> and um, I knew that I needed to break this. And I said, why would I want to do anything for you? And they said, well, as long as you are, as long as we're friendly with each other, then, and you don't burn the bridge, then, then you'll always have me in your life. Like mm -hmm. as if that's a glorious and grand thing. But at the time when you're trauma bonded, yes, it is. Right. right and I right. said, no, 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 no. I need this to go away because I know what's going to happen. He's going to keep mm -hmm. cycling he's going to hang on mm -hmm. and, and keep using me. And so I think I said something like, why would I want that? You're so toxic or something. Mm -hmm. And then it flipped 
to are you crazy? Do I have to call the authorities? Is something the matter with you? You know, are you are you okay? You seem yeah. psychologically not okay. And I said, I'm great. And then, <laughs> no, I'm not the one who steals. I'm going to say steals from work. That wasn't the thing. I'm not the mm-hmm. one who steals from work. Right. And they're like, right. crap, she has info on me. And that, and, then, and, it, and now you see in some situations that can be a threat and it can, they can become scary. So don't do that if you got a scary. I had a non-scary. Okay. I had one right. that was so, such a communal in, in some ways and such a covert that needed everyone to believe they were Mr. Nice Guy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah, that's why. So, yeah, so I think it's, so I guess my point is, you know who you're dealing with in the sense of what will work to cut the ties, make them not trust you anymore as, you, as yeah. the person that they can lean on and go to and, you know, use. Absolutely. And you know what? That's a really good point that you make. I remember with my ex, he had done certain things in our relationship. And I literally said, stay away from me, or I will tell your family these things that you did. Right. Not, not to take him away from our shared child, but just we're not together anymore. <laughs> Sign the papers mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, yeah, that's because it was, yeah, similar. Really good point. Right. Really yeah. Good point. And it been for some, that would make it a threat that was to the point where then they could get scary. So you got to be careful who you're dealing with and know that. Don't go into the battle. The point wasn't to go into battle. My point was I knew that if I did, if I said this one thing, he'd never forgive me. Let's put it that way. So I said the unforgivable. You said the unforgivable burned the bridge. I that love took that. a long time to get there, but yes. <laughs> I no, I, I mean, yeah. it's really true though. Yeah. And it's, it's a really valid way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I love it. So another thing that I have found to be, I mean, and you kind of talked about this a little bit, but anytime you take away narcissistic supply, you're starving them, you're choking them in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like you're taking away the air or the blood. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that you can do that by simply going away from them or even just gray rocking. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So for those of you who don't know, gray rock is a um, sort of coping mechanism. It's something that was first published by someone named Skylar, um, who I think it was 180.com was the, the blog. I think you can still find it on 180.com. Uh, anyway, uh, the idea, the original story goes that she was in a bar with, and she had just um, like broken up with somebody or something and, and some random stranger, you know, kind of explained to her, that, well, this is what you do. And then didn't name it Grey Rock, just basically said, act like you don't care, act like nothing they say is affecting you and, and sort of has been refined over the years, right? But as she published it, I mean, it became this entire, our, our whole industry uses this t- tactic now. And basically all you do is please insult me, please. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to demonstrate. I don't, I don't know what there is to insult. Say I'm a big, I don't know what there is to insult because you're so stupid anyway. (laughs) Oh, hold on. Wait, start over. Right. I laugh. (laughs) I know, right? It's kind of ridiculous that I would say that to Angie, but say it, say it. I do not know what there is to even insult because you're so stupid. You wouldn't get it. Oh, that's very interesting. Thanks. <laughs> don't say the thanks, but, but you really can literally don't make, don't react. I mean, at least with, you know, obviously now react like you would like show the difference maybe like, okay. 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 But Angie, you're right. so stupid. You don't even get it when I insult you. Why would you say that? Well, because you are. <sighs> oh, look okay. at you. Now you're going to play pathetic. You see what happens? You engage in it and it creates yeah. a dynamo of supply. Yes. 
Yeah. That's a really, thank you for that. That was really good. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that that kind of thing, and obviously we don't hate each other. We love each other. No, so but hard to say with a straight face. <laughs> right. That's why I laugh so many times. Mm-hmm. But but really though, we've all been there and we've all experienced that, that sort of ongoing, um, and just what happened there. And, and when I said, oh, that's very interesting. Was there anything left to say? Yeah, they could keep insulting me and they did. And I would, and I would have kept insulting right. her and I could have kept it going, but. Right, but the, the point, point is. Was that's, I couldn't bait her. You see what right. I did the second I'm time unbaitable. was I baited her back into reacting to me more and more and more and more. Yes. Yeah. So when you, and if you've never done this to them before and you start this today, <laughs> again, I want to throw in here, do not do this if you have a violent narcissist. No. Only if you have one who's not going to physically come at you, okay? If you have a, one that's going to physically come at you, I, I have other ideas for you. And and one of them is get out quick, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I want, I mean, I want everyone to be safe in their home um, mentally and physically. Don't misunderstand. But my point is not any of that. My point is this. If you are in a situation where you can do this, they will be shocked. They will not know what to do. The first time you do it, they'll think they'll, they might go something wrong. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, fine. What do you mean? You know, look, practice your bored look in the mirror. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, I, some people just look like expressions. I like to look bored. Like I liked to look like I am working on myself. Of course. Go so, so speak more on that. Um, like I am holding my tongue on purpose because it's always been my fault. Right. And even though inside I'm like, whatever, you're such a baby. You're just going to keep rambling on and on about this thing. If I don't just, and I know that I'm in control, control of my own responses yes. that way. Right. And yes, obviously we can't control them. Go ahead. Lisa. So I might make a face like, okay. Like, you know, like in other words, I, I, I hear you. Yes, I am that stupid or whatever. Not agree. You can say that. You could <laughs> you say want. that. You could. Yeah. Point is, what's going on on the inside when you gray rock? And this isn't a gray rock video, but what's going on in the inside isn't being shown on the outside. In the inside, you're thinking, okay, they're gaslighting me now. Okay. Yes. I need to calm down and not engage. I don't want to feed them supply. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not stupid, but go ahead. Say words, you big baby, in your head. Yes. You're not not taking in what they're putting out. You're handing it back in the form of... You're putting on a mask in a sense. And, and, and sadly, you can't live like that forever, but it's- It works for a while. It works for a fair. while and it keeps you from engaging, which then keeps your cortisol a little bit lower and your, you know- Yes, yes. You and the first good. few times, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. The first few times I did it, I felt incredibly powerful. <laughs> so FYI, you will not, it'll be shocking. If you mm-hmm. haven't done it before, those of you who are in the chat, if you've done it, how did it work for you? Hey, Chris, how did it work for you when you, you know, played the game with them? Basically, that's what this is. is sadly, it's a way of playing back, you know, because, hey, yeah. Okay. So with that, all that, means- like, that go, kind of comes out of that afterward, like once you get the gray rock down, they may not leave. They may not, they'll feel the disengagement. Right. They can have their own response to it. They'll either try and pull it out of you or if you got one like I had, they liked it because it meant I was being quiet. Oh, mine was not but like But then that. I had to get boring. Then I switched it to <clears throat> being so boring and not only boring, but stop accommodating them, stop pleasing them, stop mm-hmm. appeasing them, stop yeah. doing, just stop supply. Make them, 
make the relationship like two separate adults. Yeah. Now, if you are working on leaving, okay, then you may want to continue some of the supply. Right. And what I mean is you want to let them think that everything's fine. And so, but, but in the process of leaving, this is also going to ironically train them a little bit <laughs> uh, on how to deal with you, which will be great if you have kids uh, together. Right. But what you do, what you do is you start off with the gray rock like we're talking about now. I wanted to mention something that I didn't mention earlier, the purpose, because Elise reminded me, that, and, and that was why I was talking about looking bored. The purpose, the original purpose of gray rock was to be as boring as you could, like a gray rock, a gray rock, you know, that's why the name came, so that you would not give supply through your responses and your behavior. And then ideally they would go off and find different supply. Exactly. Because so, right. the point is we want, if we're, the point of this video is how do you get them to be bored go of away. and go away? Yeah. Yeah. And, Stop and bothering not, you. Yeah. Not to, <laughs> not to manipulate a situation or try and control a situation to make it Correct. better because you can't. So, right. yeah. Right. But in that, in that, what, just side note for those who are still dealing, what, you do in order to make them be nice to you while as you're on your way out obviously hopefully or in certain times because i want to reiterate what lee said where it is not something you can do for your lifetime okay no, don't think that no. this is going to fix it forever it's exhausting it's right? exhausting and it makes you feel inauthentic and fake and, and dead inside, dead inside. Yeah. you have to shut off your emotions to be able to take insults in your face not just insults yes. gaslighting that's the worst insults we can go sticks and stones you know but Gas to a point. Yes, to right. a point. But I mean, when someone's telling you that you're the one who's caused a problem and they twist it around to be to where you're almost believing it, it's really yep. rock in those situations is painful. So because you have to just yes. be quiet and be like, okay, that's how it happened, whatever. Yeah. And, and in that same moment, you must also know that they're full of shit. Exactly. Right. And you know what's going on when that's right. happening. And, and I, and I want to just real quick say, uh, Maricela, we I see your comment, and um, I'll try to remember to get to it as soon as we do questions. There was a question, and Jack um, pointed it out. So, okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, so one of the things that um, wait, I was going to talk about. Oh, oh, okay. So with gaslighting, as you were mentioning, it also can be insulting, depending. It can be direct insults. It usually involves that, like you never do anything. All you do is sit on your and do whatever, you know, or, oh, you're always so busy with those kids, you don't have any time for me or whatever it happens to be, right? Um, and so you could look at sometimes what they say, maybe there's a, just a tiny bit of truth to some of it, right? Like, yeah, I'm busy because I'm working and I'm doing all the extra stuff. Of course, I want to spend some free time with the kids. Of course I do. Well, you're taking away from me, right? Okay. So the logic is they take that little bit of something that's true and then they <laughs> spin it make it bigger than it is. And then you start to question yourself. You're doubting your own reality, yada, yada. The whole point is just, oh, and one more point, they don't, they look for those things that they know will hurt you the most to poke at you about. So that's why they're, if, if someone that you have, have lived with or you do live with like your parent or your, or your spouse or whatever, they will hurt you more than anyone else because they know more things about you and they know your triggers better. Sometimes, sometimes they install them, the triggers, right? Oh, they all install them in some way. In, right. Like they may install them later in your life, but at some point they're the ones creating the button, creating the wound that causes the trigger. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so essentially, and yes, creating the button. Exactly. They push the buttons because they know where they are. Okay. 
uh, other people can gaslight you too, but those people gaslight you worse than like your boss, for example. Okay. Um, well, not maybe not worse, but more effectively in some ways. Okay. Yeah. They find your soft spots. Okay. Wait, I'm saying that for a reason, because as Lee said, right now we are talking about we're done with them, you know, so we're going to talk about moving forward as how to make them stop obsessing over you because mm -hmm. they do obsess over us when we leave, if we leave, how to make them stop being concerned about you. And I really think the burn the bridge thing is excellent. The gray rock thing is more about coping as you're, as you're trying to get them to leave. And or it can like actually low make contact, them. right? Like if you're low contact, low contact. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause when you have kids, you unfortunately can't always go no contact, um, stuff like that. Okay. Um, okay. What's it, what, what's another way for you, Lisa, that you would lose a narcissist? Mm, being frumpy, not showing Ooh. off your assets or your positive side of yourself, being depressive, acting, okay. being an, ener an energy suck rather than an energy give to, right. to them, them, needing yeah. from them, needing their, you know, knowing that you're doing it like if you truly and really need you know need relationship, it's not this isn't what i'm talking about i'm talking about on purpose yes they like say they're hoovering you and they show up somewhere mm -hmm. and, and instead of like trying to look cute like oh, i'm doing great you just like are like whatever and you just let them think that and then they're like ha ha, ha and then they walk off if if you look cute and like I've got it all together. A lot of them will want more from you. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And they will get supply. Believe me, they will get supply out of seeing you looking like you're, you know, down oh, of and course. Up, they're right? going to get supply either way. That's the problem. Right. That's their whole, right. they are always filtering the, like siphoning from others. So it's really, yeah. Energy yeah. vampires for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, and, and that's a really good point. I think another one we can look at is um, being the center of attention. <laughs> um, if you've ever been with a narcissist and I, I'll just quick example. Um, my ex would be somewhere doing something and nobody would be talking to him. He would be mad. And so then he would like nudge me or put his hand on my arm. Like, mm. uh, yeah. like I was taking too much of his attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. It belonged mm -hmm. to him. Right. So in my other my O-N, I made that word, the, that uh, original narcissist, the one that you know, gave <laughs> yeah. birth to me and everything. <laughs> um, uh, similar thing. Didn't like if I was the center of attention. Oh, so any, no. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Especially mothers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anytime you mm -hmm. can be the center of attention, if you want to lose a narcissist, you know, then that's the time you get all dolled up or dressed up or whatever. Right. Right. Of the world. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It can be one or the other. It really depends on the situation. And yes. I, there's a question about Amy is saying, act like you're a train wreck. I wouldn't say a train wreck, more like a boring frump. Yes. Because if you're a train like, wreck, then they're like, oh, what's the matter? Or, or they gloat. Hero you know? mode, rescue mode. It's yeah. more just like, they look at you and go, what was I thinking? That's yes. What yeah. What was I, ew, what was I thinking? I could get, oh, I could get mm -hmm. better. And to get to that point, you must be really strong. You must because be a lot strong, of us you must be, be like getting through those trauma bonds and yeah. to want them to go away, we're yes. at a place where we really want them to go away. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Well, here's a quick example about that, Lisa. You were just telling me about uh, an exercise you did with your one of your groups. Mm -hmm. Tell them about it a little bit, the, the cord mm -hmm. thing. We did a cord cutting exercise that was, I mean, it was pretty powerful, I think, for people and um, 
for me <laughs> even yeah. just facilitating it was like oh i feel good bye <laughs> you know yeah, the energy yeah. was you said the was energy really was really good and i think that when you get to that place um my dog <laughs> she's at the door like trying to tell me and i'm like no no sorry um are you good no she's being really bad don't do that um yeah you need to get it okay no i will if she keeps going no worries um, okay yeah, so cord cutting. What 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 did you want me to say about it? Well, maybe just explain how some. I okay. So I've used this, and I think it's, I I did a cord cutting thing once, but uh, in a video. But but I've used similar things for like my the weekends I do with, with mm. clients. For okay, so mm -hmm. um, but it's basically a sort of almost a ritual to let go of. Yeah, I think you said it was a meditation. It was a meditation so like, and a visualization, really, more than a. Just meditation. kind of explain it to them the way you explained to me. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, just that we did a visualization of um, being able to feel the connection and where it is in your body to the toxic person or toxic energy or whatever it is you want to cut and then visualizing cutting the cord between the two. But I mean, it's more than that. It was kind of tailored for the people in the room. So um, yeah. yeah. As and you then, always but, do with your coach. And pretty much the feedback was everyone slept through the night that night, which was like, what because you know how it is with sleep after yes mystic yes. problems in your life so um yeah that was, was good i will try and do a video like a more general one at some that's point that's a great idea yeah yeah and if you want to um anyone who's here right now if you're interested in getting in on that kind of stuff it's so cheap that i am almost offended that she sells it for so little <laughs> but, <Sending you. laughs> um, i mean it adds up what did you tell me it's like around 15 dollars a week Right. Yeah, it's 50, yeah, 60 a month, which comes to for, for four weeks, which is 15 a week. And you right. can, so if you need want to join group and you have a financial need that is, you know, Verifiable. such that you, you will need to go week to week, just email me. We can, we can work that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe Jack or, or Simran or, or Chris will put uh, Lisa's email in the, it's coachlisc at gmail, right? Yeah. And then okay. since right. we're on this topic, oh. before we before we switch topics, somebody here, I'm looking for the post. Somebody had a question. And I'm just going to say the question, and I'm so sorry I don't have your name because I can't scroll back that fast. Oh, here we go. It's Amy. Being an empath, you want to fix, oh, no, that's not it. Something about wanting to work on how to be a healthier empath, and I am thinking of starting a group just for mm. that, like a once-a-week mm -hmm. thing that is ways to learn to be a strong and when I mean, we are strong but learn to embody your strength and protect yourself and protect yourself and, protect yourself and be mm -hmm. be a more uh, self-aware of the way empathy works in you so that you there can you yeah stay safe and be happy <laughs> so, yeah mm -hmm. um i i know you would be great at that um and i think that's anyway uh but for those who want to go into the regular group just heads up real quick um mm -hmm. she does three sessions a week three sessions a week yeah for the same price. You can go to all if you want to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Putting it out there. Okay. Oh, and that little um, what's it called? The texting group, the DM. Oh yeah, there's group. a chat group in, in it's on Facebook Messenger right now. We're working on another place. Moving it to an app. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really awesome. Okay. Sweet. Okay, we're going down the hill. All right. Anyway, you got another question. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I just saw that they were there was a whole discussion on it. And I thought and, and as you were saying that, I'm like, ooh, that is something that I think needs its own space it needs to be away yes. from talk about narcissistic abuse in general and we of course it's in there but it needs right. um and and we need 
like empowered people to come and, and mm-hmm. share what it is they want to work on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the thing I think that everyone should um, understand and be aware of like, well, anyway, I'm going to move on, but I want you to, if you're interested to, to get in touch with Lise. Mm-hmm. Um, also you can, I think it's queenbeing.com slash groups with an S. You, you can also get redirected right to the sign-up page, I think, from there. Yeah. Okay. That or group coaching, one or the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, everybody, we are jumping in the chat, I think, right now. Um, so if you would uh, put, uh, we're going to go through, Lisa, you start at the bottom, I'll start at the top. We're going to go through um, all uh, what we have here, but uh, we've just got a few minutes left. So if you would hashtag question for us, okay? I'm going to start at yes, the top. Yeah. yeah. All right. If All right. we missed you yeah. in the beginning, restate your question, please. And yes. The, uh, the Hashtag bottom. question. We're going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lisa, you have one for us? Oh, uh, no, I didn't because I was listening. Okay. Um, I'm looking right now. All right. So we have, oh, you and I finally got a chat box. Hey, Peggy, I'm glad you got one. I didn't know you didn't have one. Um, okay. Let's see here. Okay. Hey, Tanya. Feel free to interrupt me if I don't get a question before you, um, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. Hey, Tanya. Yeah. Do you have a question? Okay. Uh, Bridget says, when I don't want to give the ex narcissist attention or supply, my ex, or when I didn't, I guess my ex would throw a tantrum. Yep. He would literally, he would literally start crying and play the victim. She said, it annoys me, but I'm a year and a half. No contact. Congratulations, my friend. Congratulations. That's amazing. Everybody. Yay! <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading at the same time. I'm you're hearing fine, you're fine. I'm like, you should be saying yay, Lise. <laughs> yay! Well, while you're looking, I just want to say this really quick. Um, the tantrum is real. Uh, some of them don't cry. Some of them complain or nag or t- cut you down. You know what I mean? And so anytime, yeah, that's real. I've been there. Oh, <laughs> you, yeah. Have you been there? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Got a question for us? Um, yes, Maricela uh, Torres. I said I would okay. come back to you, and I am. It says, how come I'm attracted to these people? That is a big question, right? A good question, though. Can I talk for a moment? Yes, go. Okay, real quick. My, what? Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Okay, number one, you're probably trauma bonded to that person uh, initially, but that's not why you're attracted to these people, right? That's why you would be stuck on my, okay. Number two, you grew up in a way, maybe, maybe, I'd say 90% of us grew up in such a way that that feels kind of normal to us. Not, and, and you're going, but my ex is nothing like my look deeper. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes your ex is more like, like my mother and my ex-husband were completely different people, totally opposite ends of the spectrum, but they were the same underneath. And okay? the patterning of how they treat you is the same. Correct. Part you're yes. looking at. Yeah. And that's really what it is. She just, um, the other, go ahead. She just, I'm adding as you go. She just said her brother yeah. is a narcissist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her brother mm-hmm. is a narcissist. Okay, well, that's probably... I'm almost, I'm going to guess that could be wrong that maybe that came from somewhere else in the family. Uh, yeah, one of, probably. Maybe, I don't know. Okay. Unless your brother's famous or something, um, it almost, or has like a really high paying job, something like that, probably related to someone else in the family, but it's a, it's a generational curse. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. We're here to break it by the way, everybody. Um, anyway. Okay. <laughs> the other reason you might be attracted to a narcissist in general is because in the beginning they love bomb and everybody feels good about that. Regular healthy people don't do that as much. I mean, certainly regular healthy people have a honeymoon period, right? Mm-hmm. But then when that's over, they don't start insulting you. They start farting around you. Okay? Exactly. There's a difference. <laughs> Can we put that on a t-shirt? I think we should. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> Helping people don't insult you. They just fart around you. That's right. When they get comfortable, right? When because what a narcissist yeah. does, when they get comfortable, is they start to look at you a little closer and like, I don't like this and this and this. And they start telling you all about it. Okay. Well, they started to notice you were human. The healthier people, they knew you were human to begin with. They knew you farted. They just, you know, didn't hear you fart. At the right. Beginning. Right. <laughs> and they're not going to insult you for it. Yeah. Like, it's, exactly. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. But the love bombing feels really, really good. Yeah. And okay, we had somebody in group yesterday saying, I had this problem in my life. I didn't, you know, it was really expensive. And my new boyfriend didn't offer to financially help me with it. And it wasn't like I would have taken it if he had offered to financially help me. But why didn't he offer to financially help me? Right. Okay. Now, <laughs> here's the thing because he, they'd only been dating a few weeks and they'd only seen each other a few times. Right. That would have been a little bit, I mean, you could be generous. Yeah, right. Right. But, and also I've personally said and think that in that case, that guy was probably like, well, if I do offer, maybe she'll think that I'm trying to be too aggressive or maybe she'll think that I don't think she can afford it or whatever. And I don't want to be a sexist. Right. There's, Uh yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I'm staying out of, I'm letting her be her. I'm letting her have her life. But yeah. um, Exactly. Like maybe if she said, um, oh gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I can afford it. Maybe that would be different. But again, you don't necessarily in a healthy new dating relationship, not even officially committed, you're not going to go to that level of, you know, necessarily offering a thousand dollars to somebody to take care of whatever. No, that would be, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So I think my point is the narcissist will jump in with both feet day two or day one or 15 minutes in. And the, they might declare their love for you that on the first date sometimes, mm-hmm. or the, you know, three weeks in or whatever. And a, a healthier person is going to actually get to know you first because what the narcissist loves is the, the version of you that they create in their own minds. And when that, yes, the version of you first, that they need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you, they push that pedestal right over. They don't care. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. Um, all right. Lisa, do you want so then the other side of that, then you looked at, the, at what we're seeing in them and it is right. what we have learned to do in ourselves. So if you're right. a person that doesn't have a lot of boundaries in your life, then you don't know how to place boundaries. So you don't, can't tell when people are crossing your boundaries, right? It's not people your fault. Nothing's wrong with you. You just need to learn mm-hmm. to work your boundaries a little bit and learn what it is that you're comfortable with and that it's okay to say yes and no to things. Um, yes. um, why are you attracted why are you attracting or attracted to them because they they offer what it is you need because they're picking up with their narcissistic radar your vulnerabilities your needs your um where you hurt where you've suffered where you are insecure about yourself and they in the beginning they fill it they feed you that it's more than love bombing it's grooming and they, yeah, so they've groom you quickly. And if you are a person that has not learned to build yourself up, have friends around you that support you, you know, like if you're a person that is on the more vulnerable end of things, you're going to be attracted to that. Who wouldn't? Because, right. oh, this one's nice. This one is nothing like Angie said. They're nothing like my other one. They're nothing like the narcissist, but that's how coverts work. Yes. 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 Or, or vice versa. If you had a covert, right, right, <laughs> like exactly. parent, for example. Like, Whoa, yeah. they're so full of charm and look, they just swoop me right into their world. They put me up on the pedestal with them. Narcissists wouldn't do that. Would they? Oh, yes, right. they would. Right. The higher they put you up, the farther you fall. And that's what they're, that yeah. gives them supply when you fall. So, yeah, I, I had one client who had a, 
The first one was a self-loathing one, you know, and the second one was, which was a covert, you know, the second one was more grandiose. And so it took them a couple of years, I think, to really understand what was happening because Mm -hmm. it was so, the cognitive business, Mm -hmm. right, right. Mm -hmm. So it's it a really good point. Yeah. yeah. And also I wanted to add people pleasing. We, we by people nature, pleasing. when we've been, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of us are taught that love comes when you make mom or dad or whoever happy. Mm-hmm. And so you almost, without even knowing it, become a people pleaser. And you will literally bend over backward to make sure that someone you don't even know is happy. And yep. you're, you know, you have to learn to put yourself in your own emotions at the forefront of something like getting into a new relationship. Yes. That helps. Or even friends or even work, you know, you've got any relationship, any. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, and, you know, okay. I want to say something really quickly. There are some, I, I'm just thinking about a particular client. There are some people who have narcissistic behaviors who are actually like psychopaths and sociopaths. Mm-hmm. So especially in those situations, you have to be really careful. Obviously not all of them are going to do, you know, unalive un- you or whatever. Um, most of them won't, but some will, and just mm-hmm. don't ever put yourself at risk for any mm-hmm. anything anybody says. <laughs> uh, always, Evelyn no. Nichol is it Nichol mm-hmm. um, yeah. is saying something I was going to say, okay. but they worded it so wonderfully that I want to read it. it. The narcissist traps uh, and characteristics are specific to their own personality. That's right, and they hunt for right. specific victims or supply. And that's, well, that's absolutely exactly true. it. So that's why it's hard to see sometimes. And that's why it's hard to know because they, not only do they have these narcissistic red flags, they also have a person, a, I'm not even going to say personality because my, my understanding is they don't have a personality. They have half-baked personalities mushed together in the form of masks, but they that's have good. a coreness about who they are. They have likes and dislikes yeah. and sort of. They're human still. They're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. Sort yeah. of-ish. <laughs> Yeah, I actually have um, an interesting comment from Peggy that I think is important. She says, um, I don't give them anything. I don't try to defend myself anymore. I, but I want to add, that's important. Don't try to defend yourself. Um, but she said, I have no contact. If I defend myself, I'm defending myself to a toddler. Ridiculous, serves no purpose. That right there is the honest to God truth. It's 100% true. The fact is they have, at the best, they're preteens emotionally. Okay, most of them really do live in that toddler space emotionally. A lot of them do. Um, and if you go, I have a video somewhere on here uh, on YouTube called Four Ways Narcissists Are Like Toddlers. I'll leave it at that, but go check that out. After. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, do you have an, um, I have a. Go ahead. Um, uh, nope. Okay. Well, I was trying to see the comment. Lost it. Um, do you have a question for us right now? I'm going to hashtag questions because I got about five more minutes. I'm yeah. Gonna... You only have a short time. Go ahead. Oop. What happened? Okay, so I'm basically going to just search for this page for hashtag question. Um, and if you guys are ready to, to put it in there, let's give the. Uh, oh, there we go. One. Here's one. Oh, go ahead. Jack Lumen is repeating for us. Thank you, Jack. Um, hey, at the only way asks, how can one move it constantly? Wait, move if constantly tired and flustered due to the narcissist. How can one move? Do you mean physically move or like? get out the house get out of the house yeah um that's really hard and and what you're gonna have to do is okay does anybody else do this whenever i have to do something big and hard (laughs) that sounded weird uh excuse me hold on whenever i have to do something very difficult that's going to take a lot of effort um i will i will 
I have to build up to it. And so it, I need like a few days sometimes for moving. I might need like a couple of months <laughs> where, yeah. where I would decide, okay, I'm going to do this. Here we go. And then I need like to think about it and plan and read about it and watch videos about it, you know, <laughs> and do things to sort of build up my intention as well as my sort of energy, because I know exactly what you're talking about. You get in this state of inertia almost when you're right because you're so emotionally exhausted and sometimes also physically but emotionally and psychologically exhausted I used to just when I would have for any free time I would just stare at the wall like this that's what I would do because I had no energy in that marriage you know what I'm saying Um, and so I, I couldn't bring myself to do a whole bunch of other things so I would build up to it now there's better ways to that like you can intentionally build up to it maybe you decide I'm going to spring clean if you're moving away from them i mean if they're the one if you own the home or whatever anyway uh but i would build up to like give myself as long as i could stand i would start doing my research oh that's another thing you do during this time uh if you are physically moving yourself out start looking today right now as soon as this is over go type in you know however many bedroom rentals in my area or whatever Mm -hmm. unless you're gonna buy a whole place and then start looking at them on the, the real estate sites and you can see like the pictures of the place and I think that if you can go through it and, and I know this to be true I've done it with several of my clients you can sort of almost manifest it by starting to think about what it's going to look like how it's going to go and even if you're not able to pack because they'll see you packing you can start to think about okay I'm going to pack this and this kind of thing you know you can then start to carefully you know get yourself a storage unit and carefully when they're not not around move one box out at a time if you need to. Mm-hmm. not even kidding I mean, and then where's that stuff you can say oh i gave it to the goodwill or whatever that's you know and then there's so many other steps i'm sure we we have a plan on uh, queenbee.com for anybody who needs it that ha- it's called plan because p-l-a-n plan to leave a narcissist has everything you possibly think of and need to remember there's checklists there's a book um like a, a workbook thing so you can kind of plan your move and do it stealthily and careful carefully plus plenty of tools around that so it's queenbeing.com slash plan, P-L-A-N. Please, you go. <laughs> um, finding, so when I talk to people about this, like one-to-one or mm-hmm. in group, it, it's about controlling what you can control. You can't control the narcissist. So you find ways to renew your own energy. And it is not, okay, not easy. You're going uphill. You've got someone sabotaging you all the way. And also there are, find where your energy leaks are. Are mm-hmm. you engaging with them enough? Are you engaging in conversation and that's a draining? Are you staying up late because you're having arguments and they, you know, are you falling for the good times with them and wasting your energy there? Um, are you thinking about it in your head when they're not home? And these are things that you can then start to make some small changes on just to save. It's sort of like drops in the energy bucket little at a time um as you're doing what angie was talking about it's sort of like you're doing for yourself which gives energy as long as you don't overdo like go yes. slow baby steps unless you got a unless you got a bolt right then that's and, if you, if you have to bolt, bolt you will find the energy because the adrenaline will pump and you're out yes. right it's the slow yes. moves that are hard and right. right and so doing things for your life get some exercise eat healthy hydrate i mean the basics right but also clean up your your thoughts yeah rid of thoughts like i will always be here 
Right. Even if you don't believe it, say to yourself, what can come next? What's next in a positive light? What, right. what wonderful adventure will I have? What event, what will I do next? Even yeah. If you're not believing it, right. It's, it's because mm-hmm. your thoughts are draining you. You're becoming yes. your own siphon when you're in a negative space and it's, That's... and I get it. <laughs> I get, we've been there. Right. So yes. it's not, none of this is easy. Um, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be. No one said it. Life was easy. It's, right. And it's <laughs> no. worth it. It's it is worth, worth it. it. You're worth it. So you have to remember you're worth it to um, use the shower as a space of, of oh, yeah. you know, cleansing, solitude, and yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. it is. If you need it to cry, then cry. If you need it to think positive, then the second those sh- the shower curtain closes, the door closes, only mm-hmm. positive thoughts, period. Yep. And get, yeah. get yourself a happy playlist. Happy playlist. Um, mm-hmm. Don't listen to any love songs for a minute. Uh-huh. I couldn't listen to love songs for about a year after I left, before and after. I Well, a few weeks before and a year mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. I left my ex. Yeah, but, and then affirmations okay. and positive thoughts while you're doing activities because your body movements, like if you're brushing your teeth, mm-hmm. your body movements can associate with the positive thoughts so that then when you're brushing your teeth, these affirmations might run in your head instead of the negative ones, you're going to battle back and forth, right? Between the dark and the light. Choose the light as much as you can, even yes. though life is very dark. It really is sometimes, yeah. but- In, in but, that moment. I mean, even though yeah. when you're in that space, life is very dark. It, life itself is not, but when you're, you're in really that- You're really gonna moment, walk, yeah. 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 I just wanted to add, you're really gonna walk from the dark into the light and that's exactly. something to focus on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I right. wanted to add something else when we think, oh, um, when you're doing those positive affirmations, consider gratitude affirmations as well. And also when you're stressing about, I mean, you're saying, I'm so, do 10, I always tell everybody, and I still need to remind myself, I'm gonna do it right after this. I only did one gratitude today, but <laughs> 10 gratitudes and three things you love about yourself. And it's really hard for some people, do it anyway. You, you can write it if you want. I like to write it when I can, but I don't always have time. Mm-hmm. And so I won't always write it. Um, but like when you're first starting the practice, it's good to at least once a day write it. And I don't care if you like crumble it up and throw it away when you're done. I hope you keep it in your little journal. Oh, where did it go here? So this is my latest bullet journal I decorated for you guys. Like, pretty. Here. And it's pretty. Anyway, okay. Um, it's the same one as I do too, yeah. But I don't think Mine are very formal. Oh, I don't, I, I don't do formal. <laughs> I mean, sometimes <laughs> I, I do. stickers but in my life, I think. I do have stickers too. My other one was stickers, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Stickers are fun. Uh-huh. Uh, especially ones that sparkle. Oh, yeah, this is, puppy this is a sparkly bee. Sparkly, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. Okay, what was I talking about? We were talking about affirmations and affirmations. Yeah. Oh, this is what really helps me too with with moving stuff. I hate to move. I hate it more than anything in the whole wide world. Okay. <laughs> not more than anything, but almost. What What the thing about moving is is that what I told myself how I got through that part of it was I told myself, okay, it's gonna suck for a minute. <laughs> I'm just gonna get through it. But when this part is over, I can live out of boxes if I really need to for a minute. I can exactly. You know? So you lower your expectation of what it will be like, not in a bad way, in a curious right. way, in a way that you yeah. know you can handle it. In a initially, right? Initially, of course, of course. Then you set goals for your life later. But just to get out, yeah. If you're out, you're you won. Yes. You know, and yes, and when you get there. You get to, if you do leave the place you're in, you get to redecorate everything. That's yes. so fun. Or actually decorate. But also if the person leaves, 
one of the things I do when I do my little grief weekend things with some of my clients is I will have them, you know, when they feel like doing this, I never tell anybody to do anything they don't want to do, by the way. Uh, but when I do that, I tell them, you know, how about we redecorate the bedroom or we, you know, get rid of items that they own or whatever. So you can redecorate the whole house if you really want to. A project is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. A divorce or a breakup period just is. Same thing for your, if you go no contact with a parent, you know, you, it helps you to get a project. Um, ironically, I just realized that one of those projects brought us here to you today. <laughs> <laughs> because one of the projects I did, I'd, I'd already had a blog going, but one of the projects I did in my personal blog was start to write about this topic. I had to go to the library. Nobody was talking about it back then except for a few people and I didn't right. totally believe them. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, anyway, um, so you never know what can come of it. Um, anyway, all right, I, I, I have to wrap pretty soon here because I have to get on a call. So. Um, Lise, do you have any other questions you need to pick up really quick? Or I, I, I saw really, one. I, there was one, but Jack asked if we saw Kate S's question, but I don't. So I saw one about Munchausen by proxy, mm. um, how to handle it. And I will tell you this, if you are dealing with it yourself, I would think that Therapy. you probably wouldn't be on the stream. Um, but if you are the child of like the adult child of a person with Munchausen's that person had a mental illness. Certainly there would be narcissistic traits there. Um, maybe even narcissistic personality disorder, like a comorbid. Munchausen by proxy is a very complicated and awful disgusting thing that happens to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that I would like to, I, I do have some background understanding this, but it is not my specialty. I think I would like to do a little more research on that. Mm-hmm. If you, well, I will say this, if you are the adult child of someone with Munchausen, um, I, I did create a video about, um, what's her name? JC? Mm-hmm. JC something. J-A-Y-C-E-E. I can't, Rose? Wait. I can't remember, but I think if you search mine, I'll just check. Hold on. <laughs> um, uh, I'll just talk while you're doing that. And then yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, no, it's okay. I have had talked to people who have had narcissistic parents who have Munchausen-like, I mean, the traits, right? Or are have had that in particular. And what it has created in the now adult child of that narcissistic person is a heck of a lot of anxiety, a lot of phobias, and a lot of um, need to control one's own body. And so I guess what I would say is if you're dealing with it in, in, in recovering from someone who has put all these ideas and beliefs in your head that that's a place to figure out what it is you need to work on and work on those things in therapy or coaching or or on your own whatever it is um yeah i don't it would help to have a little more info on the question so yeah yeah. here's the video i'm going to put it in the chat okay gypsy rose not jc rose Rose. g-y-p-s uh yeah Rose and here uh, video and here's the link. I'm just popping it in the chat. Um, so basically, I, I told a little bit about the story and explained, you know, what happened there and, and gave a tiny bit of advice there. But I, I want to come back with a little it's bit a big more. Topic. Solid. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a big a, topic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you deal with them? I mean, they should unfortunately be in treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what JC, what Gypsy Rose did was wrong, but I don't blame her. And I don't think he will either. Um, anyway, it's. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a whole long story. Anyway, okay. Um, but if you are someone who has been 
Yes, spouses as well. That's right. Can also be a victim of that. That's right. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. That's really anyone true. who's okay. anyone who is being cared for by another being person. cared for or in a caring situation with could be yeah yeah for example if you're if you are you know a a husband and your wife is the one who always cooks dinner or you are a wife and your husband always makes the coffee they, right. they, they could poison you or or even gaslight you into seeing a problem that isn't sick. there yeah right, right. Mm-hmm. um and how many times do they really quick how many times do they tell us like um you need help <laughs> I just can't. Anyway, it's a, it's a similar thing is my point. They, they mentally uh, munch house in you in a way. They tell you you're sick if you're not, and you're not sick. And then they, they explain to you why you're sick. And then you go to the psychologist and explain why you're sick. And they put you on psych drugs so that you don't need or right. whatever. That happened to me when I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that that was maybe. Oh, a, yeah. There's, there's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. I figured it was about being controlled more than that. But now I understand there's more to it. Though. Woo. Okay. Yeah. Moving right along. <laughs> All right, Lisa, I, I love this. has been a really great discussion. I would love to continue. Yes. Um, however, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I think you may have a client as well. Okay, well, anyway, we are going to run, but we will be back here next Tuesday around the same time. Um, and we, Lisa, you will be live on your channel next when? Um, um, May today, otherwise it'll be tomorrow. Right. Um, that's the, the hope. Helen, <laughs> thank you. today, but it may be tomorrow. That's my message. Okay, so, so over there, hit the subscribe over there. And, and the bell notification. Hit the bell mm-hmm. notification, and then you'll get the notifications when it's playing. And yeah. And you can also, I think Simran will be putting it in the chat right about now. Um, dial 3322 uh, and text lease live. 3322, right? 3322. Yeah. 2332. Yeah. And then it's L I S E L I V E. And I have not been sending because I'm having a little computer issue that will be remedied today or tomorrow. So, all right. And the same for me, there, but yeah. Yeah. And there's Angie live as well. If you want to be notified when I go live. Um, and I usually, uh, when I send out notifications for this stream, I send to both numbers just so you know. Okay. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. LNC, thank you so much for this lovely super chat. I oh, wow. am nice. really yeah. grateful. Thank you. Um, and I hope that you have just a, an amazing day. Actually. Um, yeah. I, I might need to talk to you. I just remembered, uh, topic we might cover in the future okay for ellen i mean not just ellen other people too (laughs) ellen has an experience with this topic okay we'll come back to that thank you ellen i really appreciate you okay um thank you to our moderators thank you to um everyone who showed up and hung out with us today we will see you guys next week and i will be back uh probably today with some some shorter videos and then tomorrow with full length all right see you soon bye (laughs) thank you lisa i appreciate you thank you appreciate you too bye-bye